Can I just have a word? Can I have a word with you? I feel it like it doesn't work. work. <laughs> Would you let me speak? Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, go. Welcome to the Nail Polish Sisters. Chef's kiss. How was your week, Jamie? My week was okay. It was sad not seeing you because... I was sick. She was sick. My immune system has been beating me up this year, guys. Yeah, she keeps getting sick, even though she drinks a lot of things that are supposed to make you not sick. Like, wait, what's the thing that makes me sleepy, but it's supposed to get... It's not supposed to make you not sick. It's supposed to give you energy. Yeah, well... It's vitamin B complex. Vitamin B complex. It gave me a complex of sleeping. Literally. But it's not supposed to not make you sick. I think I got to take more, like... Pills. Anyone knows any remedies to like strengthen your immune system? That'd be greatly appreciated. I feel that that is odd for you though, because I feel like you do take good care of your immune system. So it's very. That's what I'm saying. It's annoying because I think I take really good care of myself. I eat healthy. I work out. Like I I wrap up myself when it's cold outside to stay warm. You know what though? I don't go out in the cold with wet hair. I think that you are really sensitive to dust. I'm just going to put that out there. Dust. I think you're really sensitive to dust. Oh, interesting. Because during allergy seasons, you get hella riled up by the dust. Yeah, that's true. And like the pollen and shit. Yeah, and you right. were in the dust. That's and true. And you were also around other people who were sick. And yeah. I'm sorry, but no matter how strong your immune system is, sometimes you get a whiff of the wrong person and that's it. But like, why did why didn't my sister get sick? You know what, Bella? She didn't get the whiff of the wrong person, I guess. Maybe it's that. <laughs> maybe it's a sign that you need to slow down and just You know what live. I've learned also? Every time I drink alcohol, I get sick. That, I don't drink that alcohol can't very be true. I don't drink alcohol very often, but when I do, I get sick. That can't be true. Well, if I have like a beer, but I'm saying like if I go out and like have yeah, a night and I'm having... drinking like throughout the night and then I go to bed at like 2 a.m. Well, it's because it's I such a disruption. Sick. It's a disruption to the way that you so, live. So. And you know what? Going out is not worth being sick for a week. Let me just say, I do not enjoy it that much. I so. have not gone out in so long. And that's actually like on the contrary to what you were saying. I would like to go out Oh this my weekend. God. Do you know who was out who? when I was, when we were out? Olivia told me she saw him. Oh God. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't um, see him. Also, was there oh okay random um well anyways i would like to go out this weekend psa no yeah i want to go out i want to like i want to have like two drinks and like be cute (gasps) and flirty we can go to the brightly oh my god yeah well i'm not letting you drink this weekend so why not one little hot toddy isn't that a recipe for curing a common cold sure but you're still sick isn't it a hot toddy I'll just get a really, really spicy margarita. Just whoop, whoop. I'll then be able to breathe through my nostrils. Ah, sniff. Sniff. See, this is the thing. This podcast has been going so long, we can probably mark all the times I've been sick. Yeah. We can go back. You'll just hear nasally me every, like, five episodes. It's not bad, though. I'll take it. Ah, At least we're getting her done. So today on the Nail Polish Motherfucking Sisters, we are going to be talking about crushes. Yes. Everybody has them. We love them. We hate them. We don't know. That's what we're going to be talking about starting from our first crush. So get your wheels a turn. Get your chocolate ready. Yes. Bella, it talks a lot about chocolate today. And we also learn about the founding fathers and mm-hmm. what they're ages are which is pretty mind-blowing so stay tuned for that and we will also talk about 
things that just pop up for us <laughs> regarding social media and the things we love to talk about. So, and stay tuned for celebrity crushes because those are fun. <laughs> okay, motherfuckers, I'll see you later. Please rate, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Jamie and Bella show. I am your host, Bella. And I am the other host, Jameson. Oh, by the way, before you get into it, I started like when people say, what's your name? You know what I mean? Like when you introduce yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really only in stores or like Starbucks. I'll say Jameson. And it's so fire because it's like having two different. Yeah. It's like having two different personalities. I mean, I already have multiple personalities, but it's like having two different people, you know, like I'm Jameson in one space. I'm Jamie in a different space, you know? Anyways. My dad gives gives his name as Max because no one knows how to spell Mossimo or Moss. That's fair. So he says he's Max. How do people not know how to spell Moss though? Because it's such a random name. People are like, "What Moss?" So he's just like Max, Mazamo, Mazi. Okay, so this is a really important thing I have to tell everyone about Tony's Chocolonies. Yes, I saved the wrapper. Kind of looks like Willy Wonka. I know, doesn't it? And I opened it yesterday and I went, there's a gold bar in here. And Jake said, what? And I said, I'm just playing. There's no gold bar. (laughs) Anyway, Tony's Chocolonies, everyone. But by the way, to, 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 uh, my brain isn't working today, but, um, to back up what Bella just said, we are not sponsored by Tony's Chocolonies. Oh no, this is my, I bought this chocolate. If you want to sponsor us, honestly, you don't need to sponsor us because you're doing such good for this world that I'm going to get into right about now. So on the back, it's their mission. You know what their goal is? What? Together, they're going to make chocolate 100% slave-free. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that the chocolate industry was so toxic. I learned this yesterday, and I think it's kind of important that everyone should know this this tad bit of information. Um, Tad bit of information. So what I have here, for those listening, this is the milk chocolate flavor. Did I eat half of this bar yesterday? Maybe. Anyway. I saw this at Whole Foods, and I just like the wrapper, because as Jamie said before, it looks like Willy Wonka and the Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka and the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory. Factory. Now, what you didn't know about the chocolate industry. I don't know anything about the chocolate industry, Well, I'm going to teach you. So I didn't until last night, and then I, I went into a deep dive on the chocolate industry last night. A deep dive. Okay. So, to begin, this is from the Food Empowerment Project. So, in Western Africa... In mostly Ghana and the Ivory Coast, they supply about 70% of the world's cocoa. And they sell it to big companies. The last few decades, a bunch of um, journalists went to expose child labor and... Child labor, (laughs) not labor. Child labor and slavery. Sorry, guys. I'm also sick if I sound super nasally. Yeah, we're we're kind of struggling today. And slavery on cocoa farms in Western Africa. So, in Cameroon, Guinea... Nigeria and Sierra Leone, they're using child labor. And this is what I thought was the most messed up part. First off, big ass corporations like Hershey's and all of the chocolate ones, they made a pact to not use it, but you can't really figure out where anything's coming from because of the way it's going. So maybe they're claiming not to use it, but they were all linked to these child slave labor cocoa places. Most cocoa farmers who are children earn less than $1 per day. Oh, wow. 
So it's approximately 2.1 million children in the Ivory Coast in Ghana work on these farms. And they are exposed to horrible conditions as well. I think this is really important to know where your chocolate's coming from because by supporting the companies that are not the ones that are helping create slaveless chocolate. And and the crazy part of it all is like when you think about it, like this is me deep diving into chocolate. And thanks to Tony's Chocolonies for pointing this out to me. But that's like all industries. Like we don't know where half of our shit's coming from. Yeah. And ethically, I don't think we're making conscious choices. I agree. That's now, why you got to get educated. Thank you for teaching me about that. Now, Tony's Chocolonies also did a collaboration with Ben and Jerry's. Oh, I'm showing Jamie yeah. right now. What are the, the flavors? White chocolate strawberry cheesecake Woo! and the dark milk chocolate with brownie. Oh, dark milk chocolate. Rick. Yum. Anyway, though. So I'm going to give Jamie a bite of just the plain milk chocolate because it's so good. I ate half of it. Okay. You know what? In the, the way that you have it zipped. For people that are listening, she has it in a Ziploc bag and just mm-hmm. like, uh, almost like saran wrap. It's not saran wrap. What am I? Tin foil. Tin foil. Oh my God. Um, it looks like mushroom chocolate. Thank you. Look, within the Tony's Chocoloni bar is a tiny Tony's Chocoloni bar. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm going to take a bite. Hear that crunch? Mmm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, Tony's Chocolonies. Can I see the wrapper really quick? Tony Chocolonely. What? It's not Chocolony? Chocolonely. Turn it around, Bella. Aww. <laughs> That's such a bad name. It should be Tony's Chocolony. Can I see? Tony's Chocolonely. Tony's I'm Chocolonely. still calling it Tony's Chocolony. That was really good. Um, but maybe it's Tony. Anyway, buy it. It's good chocolate. I'm, we're not. This is our free sponsorship of the day. Um, well, I have another one. I really like their mission. I have another sponsor. Okay. We're not sponsored by them, but I think this is just like the show free sponsorship because we just want to tell you guys things that we like. Yeah. Um, so I have gotten these new shoes. I don't know if you can see them. I'm trying to pop them up. They are, in fact, North Face, but it feels like you're walking on a cloud. And for anybody who works at North Face that may be listening to this, I would be a good sponsor for you guys because, listen, I ordered these unbeknownst to me that they're the best shoes on the planet. I just saw them and I was like, they look funny, so I'll get them. I have not taken them off. I literally haven't taken them off since I've gotten them. They're amazing. And during this rain, it was really great to have these shoes on. So, yeah, that's my other sponsorship. Um, I don't know how they make these shoes, though. So now I'm concerned as I'm speaking about that. I'm like. Who made these? Well, I feel shoes? like North Face, like their mission is like environmentally friendly. So I feel like they would like be pretty ethical in the way they make their stuff. I really hope so. I don't know. I'm really stressed about like everything now because I've learned so much about the chocolate industry. Well, it's good to think about those things because then you. I know, but like, uh, can't be perfect, you know? It's hard. So, um, switching it up, crushes. Crushes. We have them, we love them. I was always embarrassed to have crushes. Were you or were you an open crusher? I think there are two types. Well, you know what's funny is I was both. Okay. I was embarrassed of my crushes, but I was also very open about them. Does that make sense? Like, I would share and then I would just be embarrassed that I shared it. Oh, that's so cute. But yeah. I remember in, this will make you laugh. I remember in sixth grade, I went to Mexico and I met um, Preston in Mexico (laughs) in sixth grade. And he went to Curtis Mm -hmm. and we went to JTD. Oops. I was actually telling him this, him and his brother, this story last week. 
And I, I remember, feel like everybody had a crush on Preston. Or and I remember meeting him and being like, oh my God. And I went back to JTD that week and I was like, yeah, guys, like I have a crush on a boy. He goes to Curtis. <laughs> like it was the biggest That's, drama in the for world. For anybody listening that didn't grow up here, that was like our rival school. It's like for some reason, JTD and Curtis, they, elementary they didn't rivalry. get along so well. And I remember being like, oh my God. And he had little freckles and I was like, we both have freckles. This is so cute. We're going to make a really cute couple. Wait, I feel like I um, had a crush at Curtis too, but it wasn't Preston. It was someone else and I can't remember who it was, but it was a big crush. Like, I feel like when I crushed, I crushed big. I know who it was. Who? Jack. Jack. No, no idea who that not is. Brother? No, no, no. Oh, I really thought it was him. Oh my God. I had a crush on my neighbor, but he went to Carlthorpe and oh my God, actually, this is pretty funny. So we used to play tennis together, like on different courts, but he was like on the tennis team. And so, and then he'd like walk home from the tennis place and I'd like drive and I'd see him on the drive home. And then we ended up being in the same cotillion. What's his name? His name is Adam. So what's really funny, and he was my first, he was like my first boyfriend, low-key, because then we texted like one time after oh, Cotillion. Yes. So you were or like, and we were dating. Yeah. And um, and we never saw each other besides Cotillion, even though we were neighbors. And then recently, like I needed to contact an Adam, but I had I didn't realize that I had that Adam from fifth grade in my mm. phone. And so I kept texting him being like, I need you to come drop this off or something. And he, he was like, what? And I'd oh. like accidentally call him all the time because I had two Adams and I never knew which one was which. So just like freeballing it? Yeah. Which Adam to call? Yeah. And so he'd be like, oh, like not the Adam you're looking for, but like always here if you want to talk. And I was like, that's nice, I guess. And then I have seen him a few times since. Does but he still live next door? He, well, I moved. But yeah, he still lives in that house. So in kindergarten, you know, like when you think about it, the first time you remember someone having a crush on you. I think my first crush was Theo. He was my best friend from ages one to five. I think that was my first crush. But also I told my mom I was going to marry Sam. So I was freaking gender fluid back then. Maybe yeah, I didn't know fire. up from down and left from right. That I is true. Like, I was one. And I'm still this way. I feel like I've literally, I just have a crush on everyone all the time. Anyway, so back to this <laughs> comment before I switch I'm sorry, guys. I've taken a lot of cold medication. My brain feels fuzzy. I just have to keep apologizing. Don't but apologize I remember in kindergarten, you. there was a boy and he used to, and we were in Miss Agena's class together, and he used to be like, you have freckles on your face. Meanwhile, he had more freckles than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. And he used to make fun of me and he would poke me and he would call me pokey. He would poke me and be like, you freckles, pokey, 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 pokey. And I'd be like, shh. How but do you remember that? Because it actually traumatized me, I think. Uh, like, I hated it so much. I hated sad. it so much. I also remember one time Andrew in fifth grade told me freckles were ugly, and I was really embarrassed. Sad. Yeah. And I was like, Andrew, you have freckles. The fuck? <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, Here's one I, I posed to you. When you were younger, and we were talking about you were embarrassed about your crushes, like, you would deal with them one way. Do you think as you've gotten older, it's changed how you deal with crushes now? Or do you still think like you kind of revert back to like the original mentality? I think I revert back to the original mentality. I mean, to be fair, like I, I don't mean this. In, I've just always had weird crushes. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I've always like when I was like six, I was having crushes on dads and like our principal. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not I, I didn't know that like daddy issues could be that apparent, apparent at like, such a young age. <laughs> But 
I mean, I think I like create my own daddy issues. So it's no offense to you, Jim, but I just like have always been attracted to like older men. So like, I don't know. That's like weird to say that. Like looking back, I was like, yeah, five year five years old. I was like, I'd want to go to people's houses for playdates that like had hot dads. Like that was like my brain. That is so sick. I know. It makes not that I would do anything about it, but I just no, I you're five. I've, I've always liked to just like be around people that I thought were like hot. Do you okay. know what I mean? Is that why you can hang out with me so you can be around my brother? No. You didn't think Gianni was hot? I feel like I really did think Gianni was like my brother, like when I was young. You know what I mean? Like older brothers, you know who I had the biggest crush on, speaking of brothers, was Phoebe brother. I was in love with that fucker. What was his name? Nick. Nick. Nicholas. He was so piping. Like he was just like, he was cute. No, he was cute. But But like like for you, he was really cute. Yeah. He was like, and I, when I tell you that I told Phoebe, I was like upfront about it. I was like, listen, I'm coming over to your house because I want to like play spy on your brother. Did she? Yeah. We were like, go along with it. Do you think she was in love with her brother? Probably. There's a Freudian complex I have. Do you think people are in love with their siblings at a young age? Um, I think you don't know better. Like when you're really young, like my, my older brother told me that when I was really young, when I was literally like three years old, I was like, you're my best friend. Like, I want to marry you when we're older. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it is. I think you just don't know. You literally have no idea. What else? Nobody's going to tell you that that's not like normal until somebody's like, oh, honey, that's not normal. (laughs) Yeah. Then you're like, oh, that's, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. But instinctually it is a little odd. It's really weird. If you think about it. No, it's really fucking the weird. society has set these rules that they should set because, like, it'd be really Yeah, fucked. it's really fucking but, weird. But, like, it's just a little bizarre to think about it. Yeah. Like, when fair. I was in kindergarten or in pre-K and I said I wanted to marry Sam, I didn't know anything. Do you think you you, the question you asked me earlier about, do you think it's changed how you've had crushes? Or? No. I still, to this day, am, like, embarrassed to have a crush. Like, really? I don't want to admit it ever. Like, when I was younger, Olivia used to, we'd go, like, sit in the hot tub together. And she'd be like, tell me who you like. <laughs> tell me. Tell me who you like. And I'd be like, I don't like anyone. Stop me. And while I had, like, a crush on Emmett or James or this person, that person. She'd be like, I know you like someone. Tell me who you like. And then it turned into a running joke where, like, when we got older, we'd be sitting in, like, older as in like i would tell her if i like thought someone was cute or whatever and it wasn't like teenage embarrassment towards it but we'd sit in a car we'd be bored and she'd like look at me she'd be like so tell me who you like (laughs) like i'd have a boyfriend she'd be like tell me who you like yeah became a joke because i'd be like i don't like anyone stop asking me (laughs) (laughs) like i'd get really defensive and like kind of evil it wasn't good but right before i started dating jake and he was texting me and olivia was like olivia helps me I was there too. Construct text, but it was the night he was texting me. And I was like, is this flirty? And Olivia was like, well, we can make it whatever you want to make it. Like, I'm a, I'm a wizard at this, which she is. And she was like, but I need to know, like, are you into him? And I was like, oh, like, uh, like, yes. But like, I didn't want to admit it. And that's when I'm like, oh my yeah, God, Yeah, you didn't still even really child. admit it to me. You were like, oh, like there's a guy in my class that like. Well, dr- I was calling him Hot Jake, if you remember. Yeah, I do. But to you, I'm more willing. For some reason, it's with Olivia. I get like really embarrassed. Huh. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... Because with you, I'm like, yeah, I think this person, blah, blah, blah. Well, I do think there is something to be said, and you were just maybe different, but, like, there was something about having a crush that was, like, a bonding thing for people. So, like, when when you were young, and that was, like, the thing to talk about. Yeah. It was, like, who you had a crush on, who you thought was cute. Like, like who you want to kiss. Mm-hmm. 
That's so true. You know? And so when you stop doing that, it's really interesting to see like who's kind of grown out of that and who hasn't. Yeah. Cause people still do it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a similar thing to gossip. I guess it falls into the category yeah. of gossip because you're really are talking about another person, but it's like, that's the like pinnacle of the conversation, you know, Yeah, is like talking about crushes and like who you think is cute. And then it's like awkward when you like get a boyfriend, because I remember someone saying this to me, like in high school, um, someone was like, yeah, like my friend has a boyfriend. She's been dating him for like two years. And she still tells me like every single like date they go on and every time they like kiss and all of this stuff. And she was like, at some point, like maybe after like a month or two, like you're kind of done talking about those things unless there's like an actual like issue that you need to talk about. And I was like, that's such a good point. But if, she, if that hadn't been like ringing in my brain, I would probably still be like that. Like, I'd want to tell you like every single time I like got in the car and then like drove somewhere and then like Who? got a coffee. I don't even think you know them. It was like. Randoms. Yeah. So random. But it stuck with me for some reason. Cause I was that's like, so that, funny. that's true. Like you don't, after a certain amount of time, you just don't really, yeah, there's nothing like to really the talk magic about or the sensation because it's like, oh, it's the same person. Yeah. You know, when it's different people, it's more interesting. I guess. <gasps> what? Did you hear my stomach grow? Oh, are you hungry? I'm need some Tony's chocolate lonely. I know. I want some more. Um, I've been thinking about it ever since it's been put in my mouth, to be honest. I really want to try the Ben and Jerry's one, but oh, it's, just, girl. it's just not time right now. We will do that in when we're when we're discussing my food for thoughts. We'll try some chocolate. I rhymed. That was on purpose. Okay. What? Who's your number one celebrity crush? Ugh, that's so hard. Who's yours? Heath? He's up there for sure. Heath. Um my God, that is a really hard question. No one makes me honestly. You know what? I remember watching the Divergent movies and seeing Theo James for the first time on the big screen. I was probably like 15 years old. And I was like, this man's got me feeling some type, some type of way. Yeah. I was like, you're a movie star. You know who I have a really big crush on? Pedro Pascal. Well, duh. Oh. But I have a really big crush on Tom Hiddleston, honestly. I love him. I have such a crush on he's him. A I great think he's actor so too. sexy. Yeah. And he's so talented. Yep, I agree. Oh, um, who else did I have a crush on? Let's think. Um, I feel like my celebrity crushes are always really. Oh, 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 I got it. Number one of all time. No one will ever beat him. Logan Lerman or Aaron Taylor Johnson. Those lock in buzzer locked in. Good to go. Yeah, my two. I probably could have guessed those. I don't know why I didn't. I love them both so much. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Like, I don't know. I feel like I always have like random crushes and then they fade By very high. fast. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like he's number one in everyone's hearts. I wouldn't even have to be attracted to him for me to accept his marriage proposal. Does that make sense? Like I he's literally just great. He's just everything. He's everything and more. I honestly did have a crush on Marky Mark and Boogie Nights. Oh, I just saw a video of Marky Mark and it was like him coming out of a restaurant. And it was like a paparazzi video. And like some, some girl was like walking in and he was walking out and they like kind of like crossed paths and he just like looks at her and he's like, Hey, and like, she's married holding her husband's hand and she does like a full, like turn around and like checks him out. And like all the comments were like, girl forgot she was married for a second. <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. And it was like, just so smooth. I was like, damn. Oh, Marky. Damn, Marky Mark. Zam, Marky, Marky, Marky. Smoothing it with the lightest. I feel like with your crushes, like. 
or celebrity crushes even like you reach for the stars you know like you really low well i do like not i do but like i feel like i've always tried to have attainable crushes like i thought i was picking the one that no one else would pick so that i could have them does that make sense like i did that in high school a lot i feel like like i always chose like you know what i mean like the stage manager of my play or something. So I was like, nobody else will want them. Turns out people like do like the people that I like. Yeah. It turns out people are likable. Oh my God. I have another food for thought. Should we jump into my food for thoughts? Or are you ready for this? Hit me with it. Did you know some of the founding fathers were literally under the age of 25 when they signed the declaration of independence? Where did that come from? I saw it on a TikTok, so I Googled it, and it was right. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. James Monroe was 18. That just checks out Aaron Burr, 20. Alexander Hamilton, 21. No way. James Madison, 25. And then Thomas Jefferson was 33, and then it goes up from there. But still, 33 today? 33. John Adams was 40. Paul Revere was 41. And George Washington was 44. Is that not a little mind-blowing? Well, to be fair, they did die younger back in the day. 18. Bro. This is one thing I will say, though. You're not, like, regardless of, like, they died younger, your frontal lobe or whatever is just not developed. Yeah. Like, that and doesn't change that fact. And you be making the Declaration and of Independence. we made the set of rules we still live with You out today. here. Really be Wild. out here. I didn't know if people knew this or not, but, like, why don't they teach you that in history? I would remember so much more about the founding There's fathers. There's so many things. Had I known they were 18. They don't teach us in history. And... What breaks my brain is that everything is selected to not ignite conflicts within a classroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, the things they pick to teach you in history is going to be different in every country. I have another food for thought for you. What? Okay. So, don't you find it weird that when you're little, like, do you remember at JTD, our elementary school again, just in case you guys were wondering, they would bring in a person and they would show you Scary Harry and it was like, don't talk to people online. No. They're evil. No. The guy you're talking to on Club Penguin is actually a 40-year-old man in his basement. Be be wary. Do you not remember this? Absolutely not. I remember that every year we'd have, like, assemblies for this. definitely there, but I was like, Club Penguin rocks! (laughs) But what I find odd is now that the internet is just a giant free-for-all. You can yeah. follow people. You can see where they're at. You can comment. You can talk to strangers. And it's like, what? I think we should go back to the idea of, like, we should protect ourselves a little more. You know what? I have something to say about that. Okay. About Instagram oh, in general. food for thought? <laughs> Get it? It's food. <laughs> Let's see what flavor this one is. You can eat it what as we that? do our food for thoughts. This is a new segment sponsored by Tony's Chocolonely, <laughs> aka Tony's Chocolonely. Like, open it on Where here. we eat food and talk about our thoughts. Food for thought. And it's called Food for Thought. Bella's FFT. Bella's FFT. I'll just come up with these weekly. I feel like weird, like opening this right now. Um, open it. You don't have to be so gentle. You saw my bag of chocolate. I'm breaking off piece some of chocolate. Tony's chocolate. This flavor, just so you guys know, is dark chocolate with brownie. How is it? Fucking good. That good, good? Mm-hmm. Little brownie chunks. Are there brownie chunks? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like chocolate brownie mm. chunks that taste like chips, you know? Like chocolate chips, not chips. What were you saying, though, about Instagram? Oh, I don't know if this is if this is just like a social media TikTok thing that's happening, but, like, there's all these girls talking about how they feel about their, like, significant others or, like, guys they're hooking up with, 
and how they act on Instagram. And like, oh, yeah, I think this is like a big controversy right now. I think you're really lucky. First, I'll say to the lovely Jake, who does not have social media besides Twitter. He's incredible for a lot of reasons, that being one. <laughs> um, but like, you're lucky you don't really have to think about that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is something to be said. And I do think I think I saw this video where like this girl was like, I confronted my boyfriend about who he was following on Instagram. And he was like, I don't even like think about it. Like, I don't even, it means nothing to me, like a follow for a follow or like a like for a Mm -hmm. like or whatever that kind of thing is, or like the way that they operate on Instagram, like they're less calculated than like women are on Instagram. But like, I don't know how much I believe that because like Instagram is there for a reason. If you're doing something, you're making a choice. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's got to be some consciousness to being like, oh, I'm going to like this person's photo and not the next person's photo. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know if I, I, I don't yeah. even know if I agree with this whole thing, but there is something to be said about like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think like if you're reading too much into like follows and likes and stuff, like you got to check yourself and your relationship, because if that's like a problem in your relationship, I think that's just leading to a bigger issue either within yourself or within the way that person and you are because I think if you're feeling really secure in a relationship it really wouldn't matter I think it depends I've never but I've been in relationships with people who've had social media and I don't give a fuck I'm like okay if you were commenting like fire emojis underneath it I'd be like that's different I wouldn't want like him like if you follow someone or you like a photo of like a group of friends, like, okay, that's fine. If they're like in a bikini and they're doing like a picture of like a body picture, I'd be like, please don't like that. that. That's what I'm saying. Take you your know, names off but of that what, one. That's my point is like, there's, there's layers to this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like who gives a fuck if they follow someone who gives a, a, a fuck if they're liking girls photos? It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, but it's the, it's like the conscious choice or like maybe it's not conscious that's what i'm saying because like i don't like things on instagram so i don't know like i literally will scroll and i don't like i save things more than i like them i don't like instagram to be honest with you like outside of this podcast and posting those things how to crochet without it well i don't crochet that's for one well maybe if you learned you'd like instagram do you use instagram with your crushes Absolutely. I feel like like you would follow someone. So that's the thing. This goes into this whole entire notion that we're just talking about where it's like a follow for a follow or whatever it may be. It's like you don't know the other person's intentions with the follow. Yes. So maybe they're following because they they have a crush on your man's. And you know what? And that's because I followed people not in relationships, of course, but I followed people because in the past because I'm like, you're cute. I want to see what you're up to. And then it ends up like turning into more. But I would never follow someone who's in a relationship. That's just messed up. Well, again, it's not that messed up. Like, if you meet someone you think they're cool, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't know they were in a relationship, I would follow them. But if, like, I knew they were in a relationship and, like, I had a crush on them, I would not follow them, you know? Yeah, if I was just no. their friend. But then, then like, on the other side, I'm the one being like, Mah. but, like, on the other side, it's like, you can follow someone just to know what they're up to. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but I would feel like I'm stepping on someone's toes if I were to do that. Well, that's respectful and really kind, and I appreciate that about you. Oh, and I you. would do the same. But I'm saying for, like, most people out there, like, they would be like, oh, this person's cool. Like, they're in a relationship. Like, yeah, I think they're cute, but I'm not going to fucking homewreck. Yeah. But there are homewreckers out there, I will say. And those home records do do things that are calculated. Do They do do <laughs> things that are calculated like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And because everybody's so freaking, freaking accessible, 
Like the fact that you, if you have a crush on someone, say I have a crush on Ethan, okay? Ethan is over there. I'm like, oh my God, I know Ethan has a girlfriend. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. And he's going to follow me back. Okay, whatever. If I DM him and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, just want to talk about work stuff. Like, you want to go get a drink? Like, he has to say yes because we work together. But then he's like, oh, I love my girlfriend. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going a little too crazy. Okay, we're just going to stop it here. Anyways, I'm just saying that, like, of course, Ethan's intentions are pure. He's a lovely man. Yes. But what if my intentions were per se not? That's fucked up of me to put somebody else in that situation when they're very happy with their with their situation. And listen, like, you got to be strong, men. You got to be strong Mm -hmm. because there are people who will try to ruin good things for you. Don't let it happen. And on that note, we're out. (laughs) Goodbye. Welcome back to the favorite segment we like to call Surprise, mother Today, Lauren sent us a Time Magazine article. It says for how a magazine. Whitney Wolf heard turned a vision of a better internet into a billion-dollar brand. She is the founder and CEO of Bumble. Bumble. Um, yeah. And so she... Went through some trials and tribulations of life. Started at Tinder. Ended up wanting to prove all the men she worked with wrong. Turned around. Created Bumble. Proved to them that she was the reason Tinder blew up. Considering she was the chief marketing executive or whatever it's called. There. And then she went to Bumble and she also blew that up. So she's really good at marketing. Is all I have to say. Yeah. Like I'm really impressed with the fact that. She has $2 billion companies technically under her belt. Because even though she got kicked out of Tinder, she still she still did it. She made lemons into lemonade. And she and now she's like a woman in power tech girl. And you know what I loved about reading about her? She was not put down by the mean words that people said to her or like the derogatory things like during the time as she was building her brand, brand. was like, like how like, People would call like women like feminazis and like really horrible things like that. And I thought it was pretty cool that she just didn't let anything get her down. Yeah, why well, let it when you kept on when you breaking on. billions, you know? Yeah. But she wasn't breaking billions at that point. She was just building a brand and yeah. trying her best. And I think that's a good message to all listening is don't give up. I also do I like the idea of Bumble. I think it's it's cool. Yeah, and on top of it, using Bumble, we're not sponsored by Bumble. But because it's run by women, I trust it. And they were saying that it is... They're just trying to cut down all yeah. of the, the like harassment and bullying mm-hmm. that can happen on dating apps if anybody is access, has access to you, if you don't... You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think there was a part in the article where... Um, I don't know if it's she or the person who wrote it was explaining that like people were bullying her over that. The fact that like women were the first people to reach out. And I was like, why? Yeah. And I think, yeah. And also, yeah, it's, it's nice. Just, it's cool that like she's trying to create a safe space on the internet because as we know, the internet cannot be so safe sometimes and it can be scary and it's hard. And I think what better to protect like women than women? <laughs> yeah. You know, like we've got each other's backs. Like I saw a TikTok a couple days ago and it made me laugh where it was like this guy and he was like, <sighs> he's like an idiot. He's like, 
So fat women probably don't know is that like if you have a guy friend, he likes you. And then this girl <laughs> like stitched it and was like, yeah, dumbass. Like we all know that because nothing is scarier for a woman than rejecting a man. So like we've learned ways to keep men who like us at bay and like keep them in the friend zone. But they think that like it's under their control, you know? Does that make yeah. sense? I just thought it was a really interesting point because I was like, I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. There is a way that like we've all learned to keep ourselves at like bay and like keep a guard up around us because but it's not like have conflict. But that's because that's the way we've been like raised in a society. And I think it's nice to know that like there's a woman out there who's trying to help create a new narrative away the round away. <laughs> Try again. To create a new way to talk to people and meet people online and not have it be so intimidating and scary. Yeah, and, and like, constantly having to reject people or yeah. ignore people or any of those things. Like, if you're not down, you don't have to message. You know, yeah. if you are, you then you see what happens. And there's still that whole thing that follows, like any other normal dating thing, where, like, if you reach out to the guy and the guy doesn't reach out back, then you have your answer, you yeah. know? It's, but at least you kind of cut through all of the hey like i like your tits in this photo you know what i mean yeah. like, just like like you look thing. hot here but but dating apps in general are kind of scary so i like that she's trying to demystify that yeah because like i think and now not so much but even a couple years ago it was like oh, you met this person on a dating app like you couldn't meet anybody out in the world it's like no it's really fucking hard it really is it is hard the streets are mean and cold did, did you see there they just invented this new thing called a pear ring and it's yes. a green ring yes and it's a, the biggest social experiment they've ever done it's incredible and everyone who's single is going to wear this green ring and so when you go out if you're wearing the green ring and you can approach that person mm -hmm. because you know they're single yeah, I think that's a really genuinely one of the smartest things you could possibly do because then you don't have to go through, oh, do you have a girlfriend? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to do all the finding out the but information. Like, but like you're, I think it's smart, but I also think like, mm, kind of scary. Mm, I don't know, because as a woman, I wouldn't want just anyone approaching me. Well, I think people choose that then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go to a bar and you're going out that night with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. I feel safe here with these people, I'm going to put on my ring. You know what I mean? You can pick and choose when you're going to have that on. You're not going to wear your yeah, green ring time. through a dark alley by yourself. I would wear like, it to like a bookstore, you know, and like yeah. hope I'd pick. Or like a market. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, like, a, like a nerd. Yeah. Who likes to read. I. Or tell you fun facts. I, I think dating apps are cool. Dating apps are free and awesome. Get on them. Do it. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. <laughs> Hot takes, sandwiches are Dude, amazing. I was gonna say the same thing. Ah! All right, we have a double hot take of the week. Sandwiches. Rock. Yeah. Also. Also, we North just want to Face. apologize to Ethan for calling him out earlier. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> and Ethan. scaring him. Yeah. But he, he knows it's it's all, yeah, it's no, all it's, love. It's all love here. All love. All love. Hashtag all L U V. Anyway, um, so yeah, hot takes are that Jamie's hot and like sandwiches. And also fucking North Face shoes rock. And she likes to wear slippers on her feet. And I mean sleeping bags on her feet. Tony's chocolonies. And Tony's chocolonies. If you need to buy chocolate, get Tony's chocolonies because not only is it the tastiest chocolate you've ever had, but they have a good message and a good 
um, idea behind them and they're trying to help better the world. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Bye. Please rate, like, and subscribe on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nail Polish Sisters is hosted and produced by Jamie Belushi and Bella Giannulli. Produced by Lauren Boone. Edited by Jordan Fair. Original music by Joey Cars. The Nail Nail Polish Polish Sisters is a Gulfstream Studios production. And if you've made it this far, 100 points.